welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. Episode 56 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk about using dictation in your writing. I'm going to be talking mainly about how I have found a place for dictation in my writing process. There are other things you can do, and I will mention some of them throughout this episode, even though I may not have tried some of those things. In the first place, why would you want to use dictation? Many people will see the appeal of being able to write a lot very quickly without sitting at a keyboard and moving your fingers. A lot of people who use dictation have or understand the threat of RSI, repetitive strain injury, and they're doing it for their health. Other people like the idea of turning useful parts of the day where they don't normally get the opportunity to write. Maybe they're out walking the dog or driving into work. These are all perfect opportunities for using dictation, but you have to get into the right mindset. If your aim is purely that you want to write 10,000 words a day, each and every day, I would say that is possible, but it's going to require a lot of fiddling, and also you may be disappointed. It all depends on how you write, and I will also talk a little bit about this. I started dictation because I found that if I sit at my keyboard at my usual computer my productivity was declining too much. I was too keen to check various things on the internet and my email and my sales and all that kind of stuff. I'd heard about dictation and thought it sounded like an excellent way of varying the writing process to jumpstart new ideas. You will have to understand that I'm a pantser and while usually I have a brief outline of stuff that needs to happen in a scene, I don't really know what is happening, and I like to explore that as I write. When I started dictation, I had no idea how I would be able to fit this into my writing schedule. I started a few years ago, and I have a Mac, so using the dedicated dictation software Dragon was out of the question. At the point when I started, they were already phasing out the Mac version. Besides, I'm a person who likes to try something cheaply before deciding whether it is useful for me before springing for the full version. As yet, I had no idea whether dictation was even going to work for me, so I discovered the dictate button on my computer. I have to say that the dictate function on the Mac is quite terrible, or at least it was when I first tried it. I hear that it has become better recently. But then, a few months later, I had a brilliant idea. I had just purchased Scrivener for iOS mainly so that I could use it on my iPad, but I had noticed that in doing so, it had also appeared on my phone. So what if I used the phone's dictation capability and dictated into Scrivener? Of course, the phone is a device that is uniquely positioned to pick up speech. That's what phones are for, in case anyone has forgotten. The disadvantage of this, of course, is that the phone will only accept dictation for about a minute before you have to press the button again. But that inconvenience aside, and I will talk about that later, I found that the phone, in general, gave a much better quality. 
The one-minute limit allowed me to think about what I would say next before pressing the button. So I dictated numerous books while on a walk or simply walking through the house. I also found that it was not very productive to watch the text appear on the screen because I was too tempted to fix the mistakes, which, as you all know, is very awkward and takes longer on the phone than it does with a proper keyboard. Ideally, I would want not to have to hold the phone and keep having to press the button all the time. I found this in an app called Dictate, which allows you to dictate indefinitely and you can copy or transcribe it or save it later. There are a few setbacks to using this. In the first place, you have to have 4G connection. This is fortunately the case in most urban and semi-urban environments, but if I go down on the far side of the gully of the National Park at the back of our street, there is a section where there is only 3G coverage. I am sure that there are also apps that will allow you to dictate into a file offline. The second issue is that it absolutely devours battery power and the phone can get quite hot. This is your cue not to use it for too long at a time and to download your file and process it. I simply hit copy and then copy it into Scrivener for iOS and then do the rest where I can access it either on my iPad or my Mac through Dropbox. Another issue is the quality of the recording. This makes a huge difference in accuracy. When I go for a walk in the morning and I walk in the park, there is background noise, and for a section I walk along a busy road, or there is other kind of noise. The quality of the dictation will not be as good as when you walk around holding the phone in front of your mouth talking in a quiet room. With the latter, I can usually get very high accuracy, except for the made-up names, of course. Dictation uses autocorrect, even if you're like me and you have autocorrect permanently switched off. It guesses your words, will often change them based on context after having completed the sentence. This means that better sound quality will give the app the best chance of getting the words right. If there is background noise, the chance is high that you will sometimes get sentences where you wonder what on earth you said. If you download and process the file straight after you've come back from your walk, you will still remember what you were saying, so I usually make those corrections when I come back. I have discovered that the phone has a propensity for using present tense. If you're talking a lot in past tense, you have to train it first. Rest assured, the annoying tendency of using present tense will go away with time. The phone doesn't advertise that it needs to be trained to recognize your voice and your patterns of speech, but it does. It will get better. It also depends on how you use it. If you want to use headphones, don't use AirPods because they're terrible. Don't use any kind of Bluetooth device. I have found the best, those little white wired headphones that you get for free with the iPhone. My phone is seven years old, and I haven't actually bought a new phone for quite a while, so I don't know if you still get them, but you can definitely still buy those same wired white headphones at Apple. They're about $50. You could possibly get an even better quality with a wired headset with a dedicated microphone, but to be honest, I don't like walking around with a lot of bulky gear. It depends a lot on what you use the dictation for. 
and this is where your writing process is important. I found that using dictation does not necessarily increase my productivity, but it does decrease the amount of time that I need to spend staring at my manuscript, and that is hugely beneficial. What is also beneficial is that you are adding another process to your writing that may result in different types of ideas because of the way you write. As I said, I'm a pantser and I often make things up as I go along, so being on a walk in a relaxing environment helps me get those ideas. I use dictation for my first draft, and it's often just an exploratory draft, so it does not need to be perfect. I will often say things like, and then they had a big fight, or something like that, and I will fill that out later, sometimes with another dictation session. This is another thing. If you dictate in chunks, you don't need to do this in order. I use dictation for the entire first draft, which is usually quite short and has lots of lines that by themselves will be filled out into another scene, once I know exactly who is in the scene, where the characters are, and how the scene is going to play out. I have found that getting away from the screen and not watching the words appear is absolutely necessary. You want to be concentrating just on the story and not worry about how it's going to appear on the page. In your expectations from the dictation process, it is important that you realize what you want dictation to help you do and what do you expect the result to be. As I already said, if you're expecting a vastly higher word count, you may be disappointed because you may find that you can dictate really quickly but you need to spend a lot of time editing and you thought you wouldn't have to do this. You may also find that you may want to dictate thousands of words a day but that your thinking speed is not that fast. This is a problem I have. I have days where I've written a lot of words but that was usually after days of being unable to write for whatever reason and ideas have accumulated in my mind. If I can write every day, I rarely write that much. I may dictate 2,000 words, lightly edit them when I get back from my walk, but then I need to shift to doing something else because the ideas need to populate. I can switch to a different project. I can go and do some admin stuff. Or I can just go and work in the garden or something. It is actually my thinking speed that slows me down and not my appalling typing skills or my ability to dictate. I would say that knowing what you want your dictation to do is vital in understanding how it can work for you. Some people can never get dictation to work, and that's okay too, unless you have really bad RSI and you more or less have to. Probably you will find a way to make it work for you, but you may not be entirely happy with it. But you will have the skill in your back pocket for the next time you suffer pain in your hands or wrists. I have found dictation merely to be a very relaxing way of writing in a time of the day when I would not normally be writing. I find that I function best if I don't do much of the same thing in a day. So when I get home from my walk, I copy the text, give it a light edit, and then I will go and do something else. I might go to another project or do some editing. I may work on a different project. I may have another dictation session on a blog post or another piece of non-fiction like this podcast. 
Some people are able to get very high accuracy through a program called Dragon Dictate. As I said, there is no Mac version, and the inbuilt dictation functions of the various phones and other devices is getting better all the time. Other than the app I mentioned, people use similar apps on Android phones or use otter.io. I'm not familiar with this, so I'm not sure how this works. But whether you spend hundreds of dollars on a piece of software, or get a really good microphone, or do everything on the cheap, you first have to work out how you are going to use dictation in your writing process. Once you have decided that, accuracy may not be as much of an issue. There you go. There were some of my thoughts on dictation. Understand what you want to use it for, Don't expect miracles in terms of word count and accuracy, especially in the beginning, and find a good way to fit it into your writing process that works for you. Those are the main things that determine whether you can get it to work. In the next episode, I will talk about writing craft and those forbidden word lists that get spread around the creative writing sites and workshops. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen. 